If Prime Minister Narendra Modi had not been the face of the BJP electoral campaign, would you still have voted for the party? That was the question posed to BJP voters in the CSDS Lokniti post-poll survey in Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh and Chhattisgarh. Look at the percentage of BJP voters who answered in the negative. 19% in Chhattisgarh and Madhya Pradesh and 24% in Rajasthan. So, the Modi factor playing a decisive role in the last assembly elections stands revalidated. Remove these voters from the BJP equations and the, BJ and the party would have lost in these states. That justifies the BJP central leadership's decision to not declare any chief ministerial face in these elections and rather go for collective leadership instead. Let's look at another question in the post-poll survey. I'm quoting CSDS Lokniti post-poll survey because it has been the most credible over years and there is no other way of finding out exact answers to such questions. Anyway, let me come to the second question. After the assembly election results are out, who would you like to see as the next chief minister of Madhya Pradesh? Among BJP voters, 77% opted for Shivara Singh Chauhan, 6% for Jyotirayit Sindhya and 4% for Narendra Singh Tomar. To the same question in Rajasthan, 32% of BJP voters favoured Vasundra Raje and 17% Gajendra Singh Shekhawat. In Chhattisgarh, 59% voted for former CM Raman Singh. Mind you, this question about the next CM was posed to those who voted for the BJP. What do these BJP voters' responses to these two questions tell us? The first is a no-brainer that without Prime Minister Modi as the BJP's face, the party would have lost the elections. Second, Raman Singh and Chauhan remain the top choice for most BJP voters in MP in Chhattisgarh. As I said, 77% BJP voters wanted Sivaraj Chauhan MP and 59% wanted Raman Singh in Chhattisgarh. Vasundra Raja did not have the same kind of support in Rajasthan. A third of BJP voters wanted her to become the chief minister as compared to 17% for Shekhawat. But it seemed to be more a case of absence of options. If answers to the first question justified, ju justified BJP's decision to make Modi the face in all these states, are answers to the second question enough for propping up new chief ministers in these states? On Sunday, the BJP chose Vishnu Dev Sai, a tribal leader, as the next chief minister of Chhattisgarh. And on Monday, it sprang another surprise opting for Mohan Yadav as the next MPCM. Vishnu Sai is the son of a farmer, while Yadav's father sold tea and bhajiya in Ujjain. Both are grassroots leaders with a strong connection with RSS. For all we know, the party may opt for a fresh face in Rajasthan too. If Sivaraj Chauhan, who never defied the high command and who delivered such a huge victory in the election, could be replaced, you just have to make an intelligent guess about what the high command would do to Raji in Rajasthan, where she has been defying them for years. By the way, do you remember when I said in one of the politically correct episodes of a couple of weeks back that the BJP getting a clear majority in these states would be the worst scenario for Chauhan, Singh and Raji? The best scenario for them would have been a wafer-thin majority for the party, which would make these leaders indispensable. Unfortunately for them, 
the BJP got a clear majority in all these states and that sealed their fate. I am of course making an assumption here that Rajiv will also be replaced. Replaced in the sense that she will not be the pick. If she is still chosen, I will obviously be eating proverbial crow. Can anyone fault the BJP High Command's decision to sideline these veterans? Not really. I remember I often wondered in the past as to why the BJP High Command was hell-bent on sidelining regional satraps, especially after what happened in Karnataka uh, following Yadrapa, after Yadrapa was sidelined. Well, the High Command has been proved absolutely right in these three states. Raman Singh might be the choice of 59% of BJP voters, but only 33% of overall voters wanted him as the Chief Minister in the CSDS Lok Lokniti Survey. In Rajasthan, Vasundra Raja was favoured by only 14% of overall voters. As for Shivara Singh Chauhan, 77% BJP voters and 39% overall voters wanted him as the next Chief Minister in that post-poll survey. Commoners like me would think that if a majority of BJP voters favoured these veteran leaders, why to overlook that? But Prime Minister Narayan Modi and BJP's chief strategist Amit Shah don't think like commoners like us. The way they must be looking at it is that these veterans in states are more popular among BJP voters because they have been the party's face in their states for over two decades. Modi Shah would therefore give more weight to the opinion of overall voters and promote new faces who would broaden the party's appeal beyond BJP cadres and sympathizers. In Chhattisgarh, for instance, nobody can find fault with the party's CM choice. It's a state with a 31% tribal population, which proved to be decisive in choosing the winner of this election. The tribal-dominated districts of Bastar and Sarguja saw a reversal of fortune this time with the BJP winning 22 out of 26 seats. The party had won just one out of these 26 in the last election. Shivaraj Singh Chauhan's case may be a bit different. MP voters gave a thumbs up to his governance. In the post-poll survey, 65% said that his popularity has increased or remained the same. It was a huge endorsement for a leader who has been the chief minister for over 18 years. And he's just 64. A fifth term as CM for a 64-year-old OBC leader would have put him at the forefront of the race to succeed an OBC PM, be it in 2029 or 2034. But I'm sure PM Modi has something in mind for him. Who knows, he may become the next BJP president of 2024 Lok Sabha election. JP Nadai is on extension till then. But don't take it seriously. I'm just speculating. I mean, Sivara Singh Chauhan may end up as end up in Chauhan, Raman Singh and Rajay era also marks the formal denouement of Vajpayee Advani's era in the BJP. With nobody from that period being in the saddle in any state now. Modi Shah have been consistent and persistent when it comes to promoting new leadership in states. In that sense, they have only carried forward what was B. Adwani started. The only difference is that many of Modi Shah's nominees have failed to justify their promotion by creating a mass base of their own. I mean, starting from ML Khatta in Haryana, Raghavar Das in Jharkhand, Basawar Bombay in Karnataka, 
Vijay Rupani in Gujarat and Jairam Thakur in Himachal Pradesh, among others. In the first batch of these new leaders, Devan Fadnavis emerged as a, as a real find and was once seen as a potential PM candidate. He seems to have fallen out of favor with the central leadership now, for reasons best known to them. Sam CM Himanta Bishu Sharma can't be put in this category as he, like Arunachal CM Pima Khandu, is self-made. In that sense, Yogi Aitanath has been Modi Shah's biggest success story so far, whether they publicly acknowledge it or not. As for Rajasthan MP and Chhattisgarh, the BJP High Command can afford to carry out experiments with the state leadership without worrying about any adverse fallout in the next Lok Sabha election. Because PM Modi is known to sweep these states on his own in general elections. But if you look at the new CMs and deputy CMs in MP and Chhattisgarh, you see a very carefully crafted social engineering strategy. A tribal CM and an OBC and a Brahmin deputy CMs in Chhattisgarh and an OBC CM and a Dalit and a Brahmin deputy CM in Madhya Pradesh. Look at the chief minister's age. Chhattisgarh CM is 59 and MP CM is 58. They still have a lot left in them to serve the BJP. Modi Shah's emphasis on promoting new leaders in the states is what sets the BJP apart from its rivals. That's all from me in this episode of Politically Correct. Thanks for watching.